0: Shotgun snap to Hertz, dropping back, only one person rushing, Hertz looking, standing still, winding up, long pass, it lands at the 20, no one is
1: there, zeroes on the clock, it's over, it's over, the Chiefs have won,
2: the Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57 on a game-winning field goal, trailing at 10, at the halftime stop, 24-14, they go on to win, 38-35. to What a game. Spectacular in every way. And the red and gold confetti flying in the air. The Chiefs are Super Bowl champions.
3: Again, my apologies. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Chiefs won again. They're closing the gap. They haven't caught the Patriots, but they're in the process of closing the gap. I think Patriots fans fear it. And it's not just some straw man, some Jones construct, right, Mego? Patriots fans fear Mahomes to a degree. They're rooting against Mahomes because they're afraid that he could catch up to Tom Brady and the Chiefs could catch up to the Patriots. That's ultimately what they're afraid of.
2: I encountered it firsthand this weekend up north,
3: How
1: up in the
2: north country.
3: How did it sound again, Arkan? Well, now,
1: everybody throwing out all these big comparisons around How
2: I don't like that, <laughs> Muppet man.
1: <laughs> Let's see you do it for 20 years there. Mahomes, Not even I a football player. Played baseball. Know.
2: I don't quite know what Megan's impression I don't was know. there, I was but you trying. know, it was, it was you I know. I was trying. I don't do a lot of Maine. No, no, no. That works. That yeah, works. I'm better below the Mason Dixon line.
3: Got it got it got it got it we, we go we go to Arcan for our main impressions we we'll go right. you know anything
2: when we go to south carolina let's talk
3: uh,
1: we, we will we will get mega in you there. know the mason dixon line is like much further north than most people think like the bottom of pennsylvania is the mason dixon line
2: yeah dude i literally grew up under the mason dixon i know i yeah.
1: just think that's fine when i think mason dixon maybe because dixon's in it and it sounds like dixie i think like the deep south yeah
2: did you think it was like in north carolina
1: I didn't know where it was. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I looked be, it up. I'm sorry. It, there's did parts of New Jersey that are south of the Mason-Dixon line. Did I you say,
2: learn about this in elementary school? Yeah, I mean, I was, maybe. I,
3: did. I forgot
1: everything I learned in
3: school. I was, I was researching uh, things for the Super Bowl. Mason-Dixon line was not. <laughs> not. I didn't realize that was on the test today. Knowledge. I was not not aware of it. Uh, you can dial us up, 617-779-7937. Uh, we discussed the Chiefs, uh, their victory. Can you handle how they won can you handle the the call that went against Philadelphia? And I know Patriots fans, yeah, a call never went your way over the course of twenty years. Plus, our top five quarterbacks. If you missed any part of the show or have it delivered to your phone daily, you could subscribe, uh, subscribe rather to Jones and Mega with Arcand, our podcast, on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. We'll get to the Patriots and spin things forward here in a moment. But Corey is in Revere on a quarterback we left off. Go ahead, Corey.
0: How you doing? My name's is Corey, long time listener, first time caller. Welcome. I just found out uh, that uh, you guys listed a uh, top five quarterback, and nobody said Steve Young. Um, considering that he's won three Super Bowls, I yeah, he won,
3: he won. He won two. He won two as a backup to Montana, so he really won one Super Bowl. He does have two MVPs. If you look at Steve Young statistically, you know, very accurate quarterback rating, things like this. Steve Young, to me, is in the next five. Steve Young is somewhere between six and ten. I actually think I'm higher on Steve Young than most people. Um, He's somewhere in the next five. Somebody uh, earlier was hanging on the line they dropped. Dan Marino was another one they mentioned. I'd have Marino in that next five. I'd probably have your guy, Unitas, somewhere in there and, like, Farvin Rogers. Oh,
2: okay. So now you're going to recognize. Now now he's relevant. Somewhere
3: towards the back of the top ten. When you get to, like,
2: eight, nine. Then you're going to throw Johnny on the spot in there.
3: Yes, I will. Uh, but you know, Take United. I, I, you got to take Otto Graham. Too. Have, there you no, go. I, no, I ball. no, I don't. Swinging Sammy Baugh. No, I don't. Farvin Rogers. I you probably have somewhere in that next the next five. too. You
2: just painting yourself in the nope. corner, Any, there, my
3: friend. Anything pre Super Bowl pain one is lead. And I know that Johnny Unitas made Super Bowl three and won Super Bowl five. I just said most of what he accomplished was pre the Super Bowl era, which is why I would hold that against him. Uh, but no, I, I think very highly of Steve Young. He's and the just, guy that replaced him was Rudy Bukich. Oh boy, he's this. He's <laughs> not. He's not a top five all time quarterback. So we were discussing this, Steve Young, that is. Uh, We were discussing this uh, off the air earlier and kicking around a few different things that apply to the Patriots and how we can spin it forward to their season. Because now the NFL season is over, and all the things we've been doing, looking at the Patriots, their coaching staff, what do they need for the offseason, etc. Now, how do they stack up against some of these other teams? I mean, they're not in the same stratosphere as Kansas City. Even if Philadelphia comes back to the pack a little bit, they're not in the same stratosphere as Philly I don't see how they're leapfrogging Buffalo and Cincinnati and teams like that. I, I just I don't see how they're doing that in one fell swoop. Arkan, the, uh, the power rankings have started to come out, right? And I know they've yes. gotten chipped away at over the course of the offseason, but these are the official like ESPN, I say official, Like, to start the offseason, the first one that's officially done post the Super Bowl. The way-too-early power rankings is what they're actually called. That's what they're called. Great. So it is early. Where do the Patriots stack up? How do they stack up? Patriots are at
1: 17th. Mike Reese's little write-up says that the uh, offseason, in three or fewer words, is rehabilitating the offense. Bill Belichick has acknowledged that his 2022 plan was ill-advised. The team's uh, statement that it would be interviewing to fill the coordinator position was uncharacteristic for the tight-lipped organization and a decisive step in the direction of trying to get Mac Jones back on track. Team hired Bill O'Brien, who returned to the Patriots' sideline for the first time since 2011. Um, 17th, you know, that's uh, below Green Bay, the Giants, the Steelers. Well, let me give let you me give you, let me give you and the AFC. other teams that missed the playoffs. Let me there, give
3: you the AFC. So. Do we agree or disagree the Patriots should be behind Kansas City? Yes. yes. agree. Thank you. Okay, good. They should be behind Cincinnati and Buffalo?
2: Sure.
3: Yes. Yes, yes. Chargers are 7. Should they be behind the Chargers? Yes. yes. Thank you. Miami at 8. Yes, they should. Yeah, yeah but I
2: think right. Miami's a little high.
3: Okay, I agree. Miami at 8 is high. I agree with that, but but Miami could be caught. Jacksonville and Baltimore are 10 and 11. Are the Patriots worse than both? Yes. They are. Pittsburgh at 14. Don't know about that. You're
2: skipping some notables here.
3: Well, I'm just sticking with the I'm sticking with the I'm sorry. I'm sticking with the AFC, I didn't but we were no, just but, doing it. but you're right. There are there are some other teams I skipped over. So how many were you at? 1 two, three, four, five, six, seven, Eight. We're now down to ninth in the conference where the Patriots are at 17. They're in front of Cleveland and the Jets at 19 and 20. I'd and, say the, that,
2: and the Jets could be changing quickly. Well,
3: and this is, yeah. this is really my point. The Jets and the Raiders, and when we did this exercise the other week, how many teams in the conference are a quarterback away? The Jets and the Raiders are the two that jump out to me because maybe Rodgers goes to the Raiders and Carr goes to the Jets. Or maybe Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets and now he's in your division. It's like you're probably going to drop more than you're going to move up this list in my estimation. You're already outside of the playoff picture looking in, eighth in the conference based on these power rankings. I saw, again, some, some futures this morning. I was looking at it. The Patriots were the, the longest odds in the division to win a Super Bowl behind Miami, of course behind Buffalo, and behind the Jets because of the Aaron Rodgers factor right now. So I just I feel like they have so much work they need to do, maybe not to be a playoff team or a back end of the playoff picture team. But sitting here today, I'd wager against them being a playoff team. Sitting here today, they need to make a couple of moves to be a playoff team, and that's independent of teams like the Jets or Raiders or whoever else who could make a big move and shore up quarterback, which the Patriots aren't going to be doing. They're sticking with Mac. They're trying to alter Mac by making plays on the field, or adding players on the field, rather, and fixing the coaching staff. I just I don't. I don't know that that's going to be enough. I don't think that's enough. Just looking at how they stack up with the rest of the conference right now.
2: So I agree with you in one sense. I guess I'm just wondering. Wait, I think where we differ is what we think the path forward is. Where if they're keeping the quarterback, I'm saying. Yep.
3: So keeping and we're, we're sticking ass- with we're Mac. We're assuming they're doing that at this sticking point. Sticking
2: with yes. Mac. What is the path forward to have them leapfrog at least in a meaningful way up the up this chart? Because I think it's something that it's going to take time where it's look at these two teams that were just in the Super Bowl. I mean, I know that the Eagles offensive line is the greatest offensive line in some time and that they're probably going to have that little rugby played outlawed in a couple of years. So they're not going to be getting these fourth down conversions the way that they did last night. But I don't think that either of these teams that your offensive line is sniffing around that. And that kind of thing is tougher to overhaul in just one season and then also add somebody like deandre hopkins who right. has personal issues with your new offensive coordinator i don't feel like there's any silver bullet to get you up the chart here
3: well and i want to ask two questions to the people of boston 617-779-7937 question number one are the patriots a playoff team like as currently constituted can they be a playoff team next year they were close last season and if not What do they have to do to get there? Next question. 617-779-7937. So that's question number one. Are they a playoff team? Are they close to a playoff team? What do they have to do to get there? Number two, how do you compete with what we saw last night? And that, to me, is the much more relevant question, and that's where I start to have my issues with the roster and the quarterback and everything else. It's like, can you be a playoff team with Mac Jones? Yeah, they did it a couple of years ago. Can you be a true contender? Can you hang with the Kansas Cities and Philadelphias and at the top of you know these power rankings? San Francisco and Cincinnati and Buffalo. How do you compete with them? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. How do they do it, Arkin?
1: I think uh, first of all, I just want to say in terms of where they are at seventeen, they could also go up because Baltimore and Miami are two teams that are ahead of them, and they're two teams with very murky quarterback situations right now. So Fair. I think there's a chance they could leapfrog either one of they're those. They're probably
3: things. they're probably both bringing their quarterback. Uh, back next season, but but I agree. I mean, you don't and even know if the-
1: they do though, they might be injured for half the year. I
3: mean, it's true. who knows? You so. don't know the future of Tua, and you're right. Lamar's been hurt the last couple of years. Fair yeah,
1: and that's a, a tough situation there with the team and the player right now. Anyway, but I think in order for the Patriots, what they need to do to compete with what we saw last night, and really since you know the conference championship weekend, is they have a good defense, not a great one, but a good one. They can make that an elite defense before that offense becomes a great offense. You know what I mean? So, like, I think if they really focus in on that and really shore up at the defensive spot, they got some good young players there. It's coming around like a typical Belichick defense does, I think, when they hit their stride. That's where you focus. And then you just try and get an offense that can function. That's what I think. I think that could compete with these teams. If they had an elite defense, I think they could compete with these teams. That'll
2: get you to the playoffs. Do you think that can get you... Through a run in the playoffs, no. though. I'm not saying get to the Super Bowl, but can you get past wildcard right. weekend? Win
3: a round or two, do what Robert Kraft wants you to do and win a playoff game. My answer is no. How do you guys answer it? Again, six one seven, seven seven nine, seven ninety three seven. Are the Patriots a move away from being a playoff team? How do they get there? And then, bigger picture, how do they compete with what we saw last night? We'll get to all your feedback coming up. I have a simple suggestion. Get Patricia and Judge out of there. Get them out of there. Not just bring in Bill O'Brien, but, you know, get them away from the team. I wanted to say uh, extricate. Is that the right word? Extricate yeah. them from the team? Thank extract. you. Extract. It was a extract them. Maybe that is what I was looking for. No, Ext- I, think
2: they're, I think they're both technically correct, but right. Arcans is better. I like
3: Arcans word better, too. Extract them from the team. That would be my suggestion. Extricate means to free someone who's constrained. Got it. Well, in a sense. Extract. So judges yeah. no judge is being held back. I was right around <laughs> it. I don't know the Mason-Dixon line either. So that'd be my I'm suggestion. How, how come they're still here? And in what capacity are they still here? Because they are still here. Let's get to it right after Trending with Christian Arkin.
0: Tony's got it. Tony walks in. Touchdown, Kansas City. What's coming? Mahomes. Man wide open. Touchdown, Chiefs. at Sky
1: Moore. Andy Reid has really found something here in the second half. Three straight touchdown drives. It's the same exact play they ran earlier with Kadarius Toney, and they don't pass it off again. We saw Tony do it on the previous touchdown. Two guys went with Kelsey. All they did was swap out Sky Moore for Kadarius Toney.
3: Flipped it to the to the left side and same result. Um actually, Greg Olson. Those were different plays. The play to Kadarius Tony was corndog. Don't look that up on Urban Dictionary, right, Mego?
2: <laughs> I did that during the break. It was a mistake. People are disgusting.
3: People are just foul. Okay, Judgy McJudgerson. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't want to kink shame. That's a good point.
1: Uh, Red
2: but- should not go there. All
1: I don't right. Know, I, don't I know well, what yeah. you're doing. I hope your, the view is nice up there in here. your high horse, no, Megan. Seriously. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know mean, what
2: you do with your brioche. <laughs> in the Val- can household
3: valentine's day is tomorrow maybe Great. i'll go get maybe i'll go get a loaf of bread naturally
2: <laughs> nude pajamas and a nice loaf of holla.
3: Catum, stop by the grocery store i'm getting a getting a loaf of bread turn the candles on so uh anyway i wouldn't uh i wouldn't would not look that up on a work computer but anyway it was a uh, too
2: late corn
3: cob and then the second play was something different it was
2: corn dog
3: I'm sorry. Yeah, you got me saying corn cob now. Corn corn dog. I excuse want it me. I to be corn
2: cob, but it's corn dog.
3: And uh, you know, Peter King uh, was just just like Greg Olson, who I, by the way, for all the talk about how oh, what are we going to do when Tom Brady takes over for Greg Olson? I didn't think Greg Olson had a great night last night. You
2: didn't? I no, thought he was very comfortable.
3: Ryan, you're shaking your head. No, I thought he was great. Oh, you did? I, I did. thought he was fine. Yeah. You know, I, uh, okay. I like
1: that he uh, took on the reps there on that last call. I thought that was, you know, yeah, that's not usually what that those was guys do. Yeah, I like that he wasn't he was
3: Tony Romo and actually followed the convictions of the things that he was saying and said, oh, no,
2: Yeah, it's well, casual. that's yeah. I mean, look,
3: if we're comparing him to Romo, everybody's better than Romo. But I think Olson had the greatest night. That's the first time where I said, oh, "Okay, like Brady Brady might be able to get in there. He's probably going to suck at it, but Brady might be able to get in there."
2: See, I can only judge a booth by if they're being distractingly bad. And so if you're not being distractingly bad, I think that you're doing a good job. So I have no, I thought he was fine.
3: Yeah, he was there. I mean, he was just there for me. That's what you
2: want, though. No, I mean you, I want, I'm sorry. Do you want to be inspired by I, the Booth? No,
3: no, I don't want to be inspired. But I'd like you to not just uh, stay out of the way, but also I don't know. Tell me some stuff sometimes.
2: Like, tell me it's called corn dog. You don't even know that. Olsen?
3: Yeah, exactly. Right. Laser? He didn't even know what the place. Didn't even he thought they were the same place? Just like Peter King. He might as well have Peter King on the broadcast similar. last night. No, I would have thought they were the same play, corn dog or not. And it's Jones and Mego with Arcan. We're here until six with all your phone calls six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The Chiefs are a a Really good counterpoint to something that I've been talking about the last couple of weeks and we've been discussing the last couple of weeks, but something I believe uh, that you need wide receivers to win a Super Bowl you need passing game weapons to win a Super Bowl. And obviously Kelsey's great, but the Chiefs don't have much at wide receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster off the scrap heap. Valdez-Scantling off the scrap heap. I like... And he
2: wasn't even no, impactful he, he, last he, night.
3: He completely screwed up a perfectly thrown ball by Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. where he turned over the wrong shoulder. You know, Sky Moore ended up making a couple of plays last night, as it's did Tony. Really,
2: really corndog credit, but, though.
3: But I just, those guys, and I, I liked uh, Sky Moore a lot in the draft. I wanted the Patriots to take him in the second round instead of, you know, Tyquan Thornton. And it's not like Sky Moore had a great rookie year. My point is the Chiefs didn't do much at wide receiver. In fact, part of the reason I think you have to respect Patrick Mahomes even more is it isn't Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. It's you take away Tyreek Hill and Mahomes didn't Drop off. He got better. He was the MVP. He broke that string of MVPs uh, who had gotten to the Super Bowl and lost. Arkan, did you drop in today? He's the the first quarterback to lead the NFL in passing to go on and win the Super Bowl in like X amount of time. Yeah, let me find the stat, because it was one of those you know, uh,
1: stats about him breaking all he these... Threw, uh, he uh,
3: threw for 5,200 yards this year. Now, there's an extra game, like starting last year and this year, so maybe that, that adds to it a little bit. Here's what it is. Previous nine
1: MVPs to reach the Super Bowl, all lost. Previous six individual pass yards leader to reach the Super Bowl, had all lost. And the previous eight teams to win the coin toss, uh, had all lost. Okay, them. well
3: that's not really his doing. No, but it's my, not. But my point is, you have to respect what Mahomes did without wide receivers, and it does fly in the face of what I've been saying for the last couple of weeks. I heard Gresham Fourier talking about this a little bit on my drive in. I think Mahomes is so separate from anything you can possibly want to have that I look at the Eagles and the Bengals and the Niners and what they put in at that position, You know, whether it's drafts or trades or what have you, what they put in at that position, wide receiver, and I say, well, that's the quickest way back. We're talking about how the Patriots can stack up and how they can get back. That's the quickest way back. But if you want to point to the Chiefs, and this is what Gresh was doing, and you want to look at some of the the catch leaders in the NFL, Justin Jefferson, it's not like he was in an NFC title game. If you want to look at that and say those guys haven't won, it's fair to do that. It's not like the Eagles won, I guess is my point, where they completely revamped the wide receiver position. They're back. They're contending. They were right there. They could have beat the Chiefs, but they didn't. And so if you want to hold that up as a reason for the Patriots to – Prioritize the offensive line or prioritize the defense or whatever else, fine. I still believe in the wide receiver position. I still believe in something that Phil Perry was writing about at NBC Sports Boston. After quarterback, it's the next most important in today's NFL. And I think that's the quickest way back to the Patriots being a contender, not just getting into the playoffs, being a contender. But the Chiefs are the outlier there, I think largely because of my, uh, Mahomes, but they're the outlier.
2: It's because of Mahomes. I mean, that's the other side of it. So you say, how do you get there? You have to look at teams like the Eagles and the Bengals because even though their quarterbacks right now are better than your quarterback has been, you're looking at still quarterbacks who exist in, like, a mortal realm. And I don't want to be, like, Patrick Mahomes is the next Brady and this and that. No, do it. But he is that level of elite and that level of elite is not going to be in the draft every year and is not going to shake free from teams very often. So if you're one of the other teams that doesn't have that quarterback, what do you do? You just sit around and hope for you know another 20 years that you're going to luck into that quarterback or what do you how do you compete? How do you compete every year and you hope maybe that quarterback is not in your conference or not in your division somebody else takes him out and then you get to the dance on your own, and then you can play on your turn. Right,
3: and and the bad news for the Patriots is maybe Aaron Rodgers is coming to the division, along with Josh Allen, who you can't beat, along with Tua, who you can't beat. Uh, assuming Tua can stay healthy, that's your division. Never mind Burrow and Mahomes and everybody else in the AFC. So I just don't think it's realistic you're going to avoid all those quarterbacks if you're the Patriots. But, Arcan, I, I still maintain, and I heard all aggressive points today, I still maintain wide receiver is the way to do it because even though the Eagles didn't have a guy with 100 catches, they had A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Yep. You know, even though the Niners didn't get to the Super Bowl, they have Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, who had 1,000 yards this year. You know, you look at the Bengals, their receivers are outrageous. So, to me, 100 catches may be an arbitrary place to, to draw the line. And furthermore, I just say, I bet you can do that at most positions. Like, I bet you can look at it and say, who was the best pass rusher in football? I guess Nick Bosa was in an NFC title game. But Micah Parsons is great. He didn't get there. You know, who's the greatest corner in football? Like, I bet you can go through and do that at a lot of different positions. And if you're going to use that as a limiting factor against wide receivers, well, let's go through and look at it with other spots. No one's arguing wide receiver is more important than quarterback. I think it's the next most important after quarterback.
1: I would agree with that. I think um, if you look at a team like the Chiefs, too, and the ability of someone like Patrick Mahomes to elevate the guys who he's passing to, which is an important part about it, you have to kind of follow the money, I think, with Kansas City because they franchised Orlando Brown, right, and they still had Tooney under contract. Uh, that's a big monetary investment into their offensive line, which I think they for uh, foregoed, forewent, whatever, uh, Tyreek and signing him so that they could do that and protect Mahomes because they realized we can't. We're not going to get anywhere if Mahomes is banged up. We're not going to get anywhere if he's getting knocked out of these games and knocked out of these playoff games. And so they made a real commitment to make sure that didn't happen, and Mahomes was good enough to win with Smith-Schuster and Valdez Scanling and Mecole Hardman and the rest of those bums, basically. They have his wide receivers.
3: Because he, he had time, and the Eagles didn't touch him last night, or yeah. at least you know didn't sack him in the game last night.
1: But that's the difference between Mahomes and just about almost every other quarterback in the league, I'd say.
3: So, and and look, he was under fire in the Tampa Super Bowl, obviously. He got right. hit every other time he dropped back so what do you think is it right there is it right below quarterback wide receiver how do the Patriots get back is it spending on the offensive line you guys have both advocated for that 617-779-7937 we can hear from Patriots fans on that Uh, Ryan uh, speaking of Gresham Fourier heard Mike Giardi on with Gresham Fourier last week and I actually meant to get to some of this audio on Friday and I failed that's my mistake but he flagged some of this audio and it's incredible, like, you two both just pile on the coaching, which is deserved. The coaches deserve it. I don't want to let Mac off the hook, but the coaches deserve it last year. Are Patricia and Judge still here? Like, I think they're still here. I think they're going to be a part of the coaching staff. Listen to Mike Giardi. Let's do the Patricia one first, if we can. This is from Friday here on WEEI. What Mike Giardi had to say about Matt Patricia and his role currently on the team.
0: That's where Patricia, I mean it's clear he's got a job if he wants it, but again, same thing. What's that job? Because now you're at the point where, well, you've hired an offensive line coach. You've you're all set on the defensive side of the ball. You know, can you convince him to go back up into that sort of uh, front office hybrid role that he was doing? I don't know. I I know that there's not a lot of uh, interest in him outside of new England. So if he's considering, you know, where he wants to land, he, he, I guess you got to look at patriot Fundly places. Maybe Arizona is a place where his relationship with Monty Austin for the GM here, maybe, they, you know, whenever they bring on the staff, say, hey, you know, come down here. You're still getting paid by Could the Lions. Can we pause this
2: for a second? Sure. Why is this their problem?
0: The
3: Patriots?
2: Yeah. Well, you got to find patriot friendly places for him.
3: Well, like, no, how no, does no. he
2: goes find these patriot friendly?
3: Well, places? yes, I just think I think Giardi's saying the only logical place that would even think about hiring him is patriot friendly places because who else is going to think highly of Patricia unless they know him personally? I
2: understand that he's one of Bill's best friends, that he's inner circle guy, but like, no, it's a fair if point. If there's not a job for him, there's not a job. for The Patriots him. just
3: like, say, "Hey, what are we, doing? we tried it last year, Matt. It didn't work, and so you know, let's move
0: on." Where they bring on the staff, say, "Hey, you know." come down here you're still getting paid by the lions so it's not like you're having to shell out money out of your coaching budget and and maybe he can help sort of reinvent himself but otherwise it's you know whatever they can find for him in new england is kind of the way it stands i think
3: why are they finding anything they shouldn't be finding anything there should be nothing for matt patricia here nothing is joe judge in the same boat now remember this goes back to our first week on the show. We were talking about the Shrine Bowl and what mm. Joe Judge is working with offensive players at the Shrine Bowl. Got that. And Matt Patricia is like still Bill's right hand man. Like, why are these guys still around? Here's Girardi again from last week with Gresham Fourier on WEEI discussing Joe Judge's role with the team.
0: From all I can gather, Joe's still on the. He's going to be on the staff, um, but at what? But what, I but in what capacity? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that we know that role yet. I, I know that there's. There's a a desire from some to keep him away from the quarterback. So I don't know where he ends up. Time out, time out, time out.
3: Who is that? There's a desire from some to keep him away from the quarterback. It's obviously not Bill. Bill had him near the quarterback. God,
2: I hope it's O'Brien. Oh, my God, I hope it is Bill O'Brien who's (laughs) saying – I'm coming back here. I'm very happy to be back in New England. Love you guys. Loved my time here for the most part. But if I'm doing this my way, he is not in the room.
3: Yeah, I mean. He's
2: not even peeking in the window. Don't even look in here. paper up.
3: You might be missing an obvious one, too. Might just be Mac.
2: Well, of course. You know,
3: who who doesn't want him near anybody? Mac. Maybe Bill O'Brien. It's not Belichick. Belichick not only wanted him, Bill Bill laid it out. I'm saying I hope
2: it's O'Brien because O'Brien's going to be the one who will keep him out. You sorry. Hopefully. This is well, not your well, area. Hang on, but you go say, over there. Go with on. the kickers. Okay,
3: but you say that they're all still here, and I guess this is my I great know, point. It's but like
2: where are they? They've made all
3: these coaching staff changes, but Patricia and Judge are still here. They're still. You know what this is like? Here we're like a month past the end I of the swear. season. They're still here. They might still have roles with the team. Isn't that a problem?
2: Have you ever worked somewhere that has like a really strong union, and there's certain people who no. are on contracts In that this are this business. <laughs> that <not> are, <laughs> Maybe I don't know if you ever worked somewhere before radio. Um, I have worked at a place where there's certain guys who have weird contracts where you can't really fire them, but they also have no motivation to work anymore, and they just kind of roam around and like drink coffee and yeah. talk to people well, it's and Patricia they Judge. distract the people from who are, who are actually working. Sounds like Ken
3: working. Laird. <laughs> Patricia is just getting paid by Detroit. Joe Judge is getting paid by the Giants, and yeah, they're just sitting there drinking their coffee, pointing at people to do stuff. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Do we have
0: a little more here from, from Giardi again on uh, on Joe Judge? There's a desire from some to keep him away from the quarterback. I, so I don't know where he ends up, you know. I mean, because then you start, you start looking at it going, well, he had a crack at receivers one year. That didn't go all that great, um, mm. you know, in his previous uh, stint with the Patriots. And obviously the quarterback thing didn't go well. I mean, the ideal place obviously would be to put him back in special teams where they've had problems and where he's – well-known as being a really good coach, but I don't think that's the direction he wants to go. So it feels like they're still kind of figuring Who out cares? the perfect slot there.
3: Okay, so they're figuring out his slot. I agree, Mega. Who cares? Like, Joe Judge, you don't want to go to special teams? Well, then tough. Go, go be on the street. Like, go find a job somewhere else. Why are they still here? And I think we know the answer. Bill likes him, and if Bill moves on, Bill looks like an even bigger horse's ass for how he handed things last year or handled things, I should say, last year. But they shouldn't be a part of this coaching staff in any capacity and they're still here that that should be the scariest thing that's developed over super bowl week those guys were a month removed from the year they're still on staff they're probably going to remain on staff
2: when i hear that joe judge doesn't want to go back to special teams even though that's an area of real need for this team coaching-wise and that's where his experience is and that's where he's had the success, there is just a complete lack of self-awareness here. And it drives me nuts. I'm not really
1: aware about specifically what you're talking about. It's
2: so... I don't, I, I don't understand it. Like I don't understand how you sit there and you go through, and you've had players in two different position groups to the point that you were making the most important position groups, yeah. quarterback and receiver, and you failed with both of them to the point that prominent players reportedly and on camera were literally mfing you. On the sideline, because guess what? It happened in practice with him when he was working with the receivers years back. Yeah, I was going to say. And everybody's heard about who it probably was. And if you still don't get it, and you go, you know what? I well, he not really, get it. No, I'm no, above Megan. special teams. Megan, he I'm, doesn't I, get that it. That was my path That is what is so annoying. I he can't at, stand that. He was
3: at the Shrine Bowl yelling at receivers.
2: I can't stand that. He was
3: at the Shrine Bowl yelling at quarterbacks. He was stalking Ugh. around on offense, yelling at all these players and being like, "Ah, oh, no, do it this way, do it that way." That was in the Herald story too, right? The the Callahan uh, Gregian story, where it's like, yo, know, Joe Judge would just be loud and bombastic, and then people would have to go around and correct him and correct his coaching points because he doesn't know what he's doing. So I I, I guess I understand why he's still here. I disagree with it, but I guess I understand it. It's I don't
0: think that's the direction he wants to go. So
3: oh well if he doesn't want to do it then sure let's just let him keep working on offense or keep working in some nebulous role I don't it's know not even that
0: did. Joe Judge with
1: Bill Belichick there's something really really strange there because do you remember how hard he, he uh, campaigned for Judge to get that Giants yeah, job harder than McDaniels oh big time yeah. he really wanted him to go and he you know he loves the uh, family Giants. there yep. he loves the Giants and Bears. he was going on and on about don't resign get rid of McAdoo and bring in uh, Judge and they did it and it ended up being worse I mean you know McAdoo looked good by comparison and now Brian Dayball Ball's the coach of the year. Joe Judge makes everybody who was either before or after him look great. <laughs> like that's that's the main thing he's good at. Whoever Make comes in and uh, does the job after he's done is uh, I'll, I'll uh, immediately and automatically one of the better coaches I, in the I'm NFL. I'm really
2: not trying to be an a hole because no, do I don't know him personally. Like I don't know. I'm sure that he has great qualities. The lack of self awareness and inability to like move on and understand where you should be and or where you've had success is just inexplicable to me. Well, it's Bill, so annoying to me. Bill
3: allowing it to happen, and, might I add, Robert Kraft. Like, we talked about this on Friday, too, when Robert Kraft goes on Fox Business and makes it clear that he can he can intervene and he can, he can step in and he can make moves. Why are you letting this happen, Robert? Like, never mind why'd you let last year happen. Why are you letting it continue? You brought in O'Brien. You're keeping Gerard Mayo. Why are you letting it happen? Why is Bill... Letting it happen? Why are you allowing Bill to let it happen? 617, 779, 7937. The nightmare's not over. Those guys are still here. That, that's the big takeaway for me from the last couple of days going back to the end of Super Bowl week. They're still here. They're probably going to be here. They're not going anywhere. So, how do you feel about it? Again, 617, 779, 7937. And we have our three burning questions of the day in our triple play next. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play.
1: Yes, triple play.
3: The top three burning questions of the day, and there's three. With Jones and Mego. Triples is best. Triples is
1: best. All right, it's time for the triple play here on Jones, Mego, and Arcand. It is uh, buy or sell Monday, and so we'll go ahead with the burning question. Uh, first one that we all have. Oh, I guess we don't have the number. So I thought number I one, number one, uh, buy or sell. The halftime show with Rihanna and a bunch of guys in white shirts.
3: Number one. There it is. Who's going first? Uh,
1: How about you,
3: Jones? Yeah, I sell it. And I I just want to preface this by saying, and I said this last week, I was excited for this halftime show. I love Rihanna. Rihanna, I think I read this over the weekend, Rihanna has like the fourth most number one hits out of any artist in history, it's like the Beatles and Elvis and somebody and her. Whitney, maybe? And she opened with your song. This bitch, better she, have my money. She did open with my song, which I get. It was like being back in the Caribbean at the, the the Jones wedding. It was like this thing was just cranking. It was great. Love Rihanna. Love the catalog. Don't love Rihanna standing there last night, lip syncing, not singing along, standing. I know she had a reason to be standing there. She's pregnant. Got it. I understand. That doesn't mean she was entertaining. Maybe for a pregnant lady, she was pretty entertaining and moving <laughs> around and singing.
2: Oh, maybe so you're saying pregnant ladies can't be entertaining. I'm saying
3: I wasn't trying to stand there and watch somebody stand and lip sync and not do anything. Even though they have a great catalog and a great amount of songs. She went
2: up really high on the platform. Arcan loved the platform. And the platforms Arcan, came back
0: I, down.
3: I screamed, yeah. at, and then I, had I screamed at a couple of Arcan's texts. I screamed at a couple of Arcan's texts last night. But no, Cell hated it, thought I was going to love it. Hated it. It was terrible. It was trash. She didn't do anything. I was bored. It was no a waste of time. No butt cheeks. No butt slice.
1: Nothing. I was a little let down by the lack of butt cheek, too. But she was pregnant. I get it. I get it. Uh, Mega. what are you? you Buy You don't
2: know if the baby was showing something. Who knows what the baby was <laughs> doing in there. I mean, it's Rihanna's baby with ASAP Rocky. Um, I gotta be honest, I'm selling it too. I, I just thought it was boring. Like it was You didn't the, think it
3: was boring, it was boring. The
2: visuals and everything were cool for about three minutes or for a song and a half. And then I was like, Okay, what's gonna happen next? Is she gonna have a outfit change, what's she gonna do next? All nope. she did was pull on like a big red comforter. No I was outfit like, change. Okay, that's what I'm doing on my couch right no now.
3: No guest stars.
2: Well, she couldn't because she was singing all, all of her songs that she sang with Kanye West and she couldn't bring Kanye <laughs> Chris West. Chris Brown, in there. yeah, that was a
3: little bit. You can't do that. That's true. But Jay Z was there. You could have brought out Jay Z or yeah. Calvin Harris or somebody. You could have done that.
2: Jay Z's probably like, no, I'm good. I don't know. I, I was very disappointed uh compared to last year's halftime show, which I thought was awesome. Which I thought was, was an A plus.
3: Last year was great.
2: Was great. This Arkan. one, it was just a little bit of a snooze.
1: Arcan liked it though. I thought it was great. I think that Rihanna's no, catalog. You don't. I did. I swear to God, I did. You think it was great? I thought it was really, really good. I think oh Rihanna's catalog. Well, first of all, oh, she lip synced. Oh, we thought she was going to really sing for real. Okay, we but, thought she was going to actually sing okay, really.
3: But, but then, you know what she did? She just stood there with her mouth shut while the lyrics still went. Like, if you're lip syncing, at least try to sell it. She didn't even try. She, she tried. Her she did was, for most of it. There no, were sometimes no. She just, did not. The thing was moving
1: around. No, her mouth was <laughs> shut, and the song was just going like she wasn't trying. A couple of times, but she was mostly most I of, thought on most point of the, the lip syncing. Um, but either way, uh, her cat. She did twelve songs, and I thought her catalog uh, stood Arcan. out. It stood up, and uh, she didn't need any guests.
3: Okay if you like her catalog, go play it on Spotify or Apple Music. Like, was the have I knew I liked her songs. I didn't need to watch her perform at halftime to know I like her songs and like her catalog. So you, you do want that. her to do dance more? Yes. Okay. Bring out some guest stars. Do an outfit change. All those guys in the white
1: uh, shirts were dancing. No, they're not. They're, they or, were. Well, they are dancing. They were they're not working they're hard. not guest stars. No,
3: I'm sure they were. They're not but guest I didn't stars. But I did not really care. It, I didn't wasn't a a guest sh- star. it wasn't a show. I don't watch the halftime show to watch some lady stand there or some guy stand there. That's not why I'm putting it on and have the the lip sync music play while your mouth is shut. I'm not That's not why I watch the halftime show. What I feel like that's she? what it usually is. No, it's not. Last year it was Last that. year wasn't that. Last year it wasn't
2: that. The Bruno Mars awesome. Bruno
3: Mars put think... on an effing show. Gaga put on a show. This was not Shakira a show. And J That was not my favorite, but they tried. They put on
2: a show. This I, is not a show. I gotta be honest. I like the ensemble better. I like when there's three different performers, or at least two different performers. Like back just- in our childhood. I don't. Yeah, no, I like guess when I think of like playing
1: Beyonce and all that. they Oh yeah, done that's that true. Before. I yeah, don't yeah. know.
2: I I like having more variety. I guess it's the Super Bowl. Why can't you do that every year? Our
1: buys it. I don't even like Rihanna that much, and I loved that halftime show. I thought it was excellent.
2: What if she had done like a really controversial gender reveal, where she takes like a Chinese <laughs> spy balloon and she sends it up into the air, and it oh. explodes, and you get to know if she's having a boy or a girl? That like, would
1: have been cool. That would have been something. I love <laughs> I also would have liked for her to just like take off her mask and reveal that she's an alien and that, you know, the spy balloons were all alien stuff and then she addresses humanity and oh. says it's all going to be over. That would have been dramatic. Yeah, then
3: she would oh, have yeah. she would have had to put some thought and effort into that though and try. <laughs> and it still wouldn't have been as good as Prince in, yeah. in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean all right, Prince, what's next?
1: Prince didn't have any guests. All right, let's get to uh question number, number 2. two. <laughs> okay, let's get the question number 2. Uh buy or
3: sell the Super Bowl commercials. I mean, that's a that's a sell,
1: isn't oh it?
2: Oh my god, I'm going to start here. And I don't want to step on explaining. We'll get to it. Oh. Super Bowl commercials were extra bad this year. I thought they were so lazy. Every other commercial had some semi-washed uh, celebrity in it. Just y- like, what? Y- you know,
3: it was one of the good ones. What? Your new pal, your cousin from Boston. I saw he tweeted at you. Sam Adams tweeted at you. That wasn't
2: the real one. That
3: was one of the good ones.
2: It w- it was better than some of the other ones out there. I'll say that much. And that one wasn't good. But yeah, they were lazy they were weird. Like, uh, I'm sorry. I love Serena Williams. She's incredible. When we were talking about this, arcana, you know, when she was doing the... Uh Game of Inches speech. Yeah, I okay. was like, Remy Martin. That was yeah. the
1: funniest one. I thought that was the funniest commercial out of all the commercials. It wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be. to be funny. It she was, was supposed to and-
2: be inspiring. <laughs> she comes out
1: and she gives the Al Pacino was- fight for that inch speech, and then at the end it's like, drink Remy Martin. And Remy Martin. Like, what, you, what?
2: So <laughs> weird. I was like, who sat down? Did they come up with this like 10 minutes ago? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. No, I mean, in fairness, they put in more effort than Rihanna did, but but <laughs> I, I those, those commercials, I mean, what was the one that got a lot of Buzz today, the Tubi commercial. Where oh, like people thought they that, the That's a thing
2: <laughs> that they've been doing. Yeah, like, like every other year. Did now, you get tricked like, by that? I didn't no, get tricked. By. Not both, for a second.
3: Both cat and her sister. My sister in law was here. Both of them were like, "Hey, what'd you do with the remote?" I'm like, "It's a commercial." It's a commercial. You think I just I just randomly put on Gordon Ramsay or or Mr. and Mrs. Smith in the middle of the Super Bowl? It's obviously a commercial. I they, was looking at the they, remote, they so they I was both, like,
1: this is clearly a commercial.
3: They both fell for <laughs> it. Couldn't and you it tell started, from the 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 hacky stand-up
2: yeah, that Greg Olson you know, does? Bur- Hello, say. we are
0: at the
1: Super Bowl. Started, what are your thoughts on this <laughs> yeah, sporting yeah? It started with Greg Super Olson Bowl.
2: being like, Eagles Chiefs, how we feeling? <laughs> I was like, this isn't real. Sell. It didn't get me for a second.
3: Commercials were an easy sell. So was the halftime show. What else do we have? Right All there? right. Qu- question number three. Number three. Buy or sell. Uh, the White House
1: had a big press conference today to say oh, that all, these, was all
2: horned these. I was in, I was I in there
1: it. watching it. I had he the had, news he on. had
2: the news on. I was like, what's this? Why is the news on? He's like, we're going to talk about the aliens.
1: <laughs> the White House press secretary and another person who I don't know who the other guy was both came out and said that it was not, in fact, aliens, and they yeah, have no right. reason to believe okay. that it is aliens, buy or
3: sell, that all these balloons are aliens. Jones? Well, they're not all aliens. The first one was a Chinese spy balloon that we shot down. And what happened is... Sure it was. What happened was we got so sensitive about letting the Chinese fly a balloon over us and spy on us that we overreacted. As a country, we overreacted. The Pentagon, the generals overreacted. We accidentally shot down an alien spacecraft in Alaska... Then we shot down more in Canada and the one yesterday over Michigan. We're now in an all-out war intergalactic with the aliens because we overreacted by letting China fly a balloon over us for a whole week while we didn't shoot it down until it got into the Atlantic Ocean. Then we accidentally shot down an alien spacecraft and now the aliens are upset with us because we thought it was another spying device. And it turns out, oh, whoops, it was a UFO and we shot it down and now the aliens are pissed. Nice going. That's a good move. That's how we should have handled it. Maybe shoot down the actual spy balloon and don't shoot down the intergalactic enemy from another planet. Maybe don't do that. That that to me is where we should have drawn the line. Overreacting to the Chinese spy balloon.
2: I'm not afraid of this enemy. I mean, I agree with you, but these aliens are stupid. They're going to Canada in wow. February. Good agree. luck.
3: I don't I don't agree Enjoy. with that. At all. Uh, oh, our, you're
2: you're in Alaska in February? To our future alien Smart overlords. Aliens.
3: To our future alien overlords, I don't agree with her at all. I think you're an intelligent race.
2: You're stupid. I think I I'm with Mega. If they shot down these, if they shot they them were down, able to be shot down. Yeah. over like uh, Cancun, yeah. I'd be like, oh crap.
3: Yeah. You know what? These what's,
2: aliens are going to be wild. Yeah.
3: You know what's coming? The, the actual like, big.
2: Shot them down over The Señor actual Frogs. big
3: spacecraft is coming now. Like, you know, Will Smith could punch out an alien in Independence Day, but you know what? The big ship is coming. He with couldn't all, even knock out Chris Rock. That, that's, he's going to knock out an alien. That's we're gonna coming with to have to beg all, Will Smith for forgiveness. The to big get him to ship do this, with too. all the big weapons and all the full alien force, that's coming. Coming. these are just like these are like little scout ships that are out here scouting things out just flying around doing what they normally well do. not super advanced and if we, our primitive human guns could shoot them down and we shot one down so just get ready for what's coming but it's not aliens please they it's didn't even they don't aliens. even know
2: where to go oh look at the snow oh we're just here to see the polar ice caps Get out of here, aliens!
3: No, we shot we shot down the little scouts. That's good. Uh, wait, wait till the big ship comes. Then we're in some real trouble. All Talk right. to me
2: when the aliens are in the Dominican Republic, and I'll be like, uh oh.
3: Who says they're not? Oh, yeah. Google the Gray Otter Treaty for me one time. Mega. That's right. I, I get, get to the get to the bottom of that.
1: All right, there you go. Those are all the uh, buyer or sells on this Monday here.
3: Kind okay. of triple play. It's also like not some crackpot thing. It's not some crackpot thing. Like, uh, uh, Rubio came out and said this is constantly going on.
2: Okay, I'm a little worried. The Twitch chat says that the temperature in the Arctic is very close to Mars.
3: <laughs> what?
2: So are they Martians?
3: <laughs> How would you guys know? I don't know. They're just, I mean, I trust the Twitch chat. The Twitch chat's very intelligent. He
2: said I just heard it on TV. There you go. So I guess that's the talk out there. There you go. They think we're the next Mars, which is weird because we're the the aliens who are trying to scout out Mars to be like, since we're wrecking the crap out of this planet, we want to go to Mars. The Martians are doing the same thing to us. They're
3: like, we've been there. Uh, (laughs) Mars not so hot. Uh, literally, apparently that's so
2: right. Yeah, uh, Matt
3: so- Damon had to eat those potatoes he grew in his own poo. Remember that? <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> the poo potatoes. Yes, that's uh, that's
2: true. Oh, I can't wait for our potato future. That, was
3: a- that movie was a true story. True. Uh, yes. yes, 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 yes.
2: Please That
3: actually happened. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. You guys can weigh in on all of this. Let's get back to the Super Bowl <laughs> last night. Uh, some actual highbrow conversation. Uh, can you handle the Chiefs winning a Super Bowl? And more importantly, can you handle how they won with the refs interjecting themselves? Let's do that next.